Absolutely. You got to have some fun. <laughs> All right. We are live. And hello, everyone. And welcome back to the Self Achievement Network. Guess who's back? <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to hear that. You were just our person behind the fashion, what, two weeks ago or less than that? No, I think it was two weeks ago now. Yeah. Cool. So I invited Belinda back to talk about why it's important as our, like, what do you call it? Our podcast or show or whatever you want to call it, because it applies to so many things. We've got all these different subgroups around the self-achievement network. And so um, my subgroup is called Life Plan 2.0. And Belinda is an emotional wellness coach and she does training. So I'll do a, just a quick introduction. And um, for those of you who are, are, are watching or are gonna watch later the Self-Achievement Network, we're a Facebook group. And we our purpose is threefold, to support people in either discovering their passion, sharing their passion, or evolving their passion. Cool, right? So cool. Yeah, so like this is part of the evolution, right? We're, we're, we're gonna be sharing a little bit about why it's important the topic today is to make great choices. Yes. And yeah, I mean, I, I chose that word choices on purpose because we're going to talk about the difference between decisions and choices. And, you know, Belinda's been doing this for a while and she's kind of got her methodology and I've got my methodology and they some of them cross over and some of them yeah. are different. But the, the important thing is to understand, you know, why it's important to make great choices. So why don't you introduce yourself again to us, um, what you do, where you're at, all that cool stuff. Great. So I'm Belinda Ginter. I'm an emotional kinesiologist and I'm the creator of the Emotional Wellness Coach Training, which is a live training I do um, in Toronto, Canada, um, where I train people in my emotional release technique called Emotional Wellness Technique. And I certify them um, as both coaches and in my uh, in my uh, technique. So I am also a published writer. I love to write um, magazine articles and contribute to ma magazine articles. And I also internationally speak. So kind of a bit of everything. <laughs> uh, got articles that have been published. In <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. Oh, um, this is casual conversation. And I think that the, the, the best part about it is to talk about why it's important because, you know, we can do the how, but that takes, that's, that's like a whole workshop. Absolutely. We want to talk about, mm -hmm. yeah, like why is it important so that we can, it's more of like an uplifting thing. That's why Absolutely. I chose, chose to do that. So I am the creator of Life Plan 2.0. I used to do a live formatted seminar. For many years called the achievement seminar and that's sort of how we got the name up there and after people probably know that i had my back injury i'm better but i had a back injury i couldn't travel yeah. so all of a sudden i'm grounded so i created life plan in a little subgroup and it's it's a download okay after so many years of of doing a live seminars i decided well let's do it differently this time People, there's a lot of people that like to go to live seminars and there's a lot of limitations with that because there's so much to do. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say limitations. There's just so much to do. 
At the same time, I thought, well, let's do a download so that people can kind of do their thing on their tab, on their phone, on their computer, whatever, right? And in their time, right? right. That's the biggest piece. Exactly. Because that was a choice you made, which is a beautiful segue into what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. uh, that you, you were doing things one way and you made a choice one day to do things a little different. But you, where most people get stuck is they, they just don't do the different thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it happens a lot. So, yeah, so that's what I decided to do. And um, there is a, the life plan group, okay, is slowly being populated with people like Belinda who are coaches that can answer questions like that. So that's, that's a included part of the life plan program. And also if people are interested in what you do, of course, reach out to Belinda and, you know, ask her, that's what we're here for. So thank you. It's such a great, a great support. And I wish there was something like that when we started, you know, like to have yeah. support and cause you know, there's something from not reinventing the real and learning from people who have already been there and done that and learning from their mistakes or their perceived mistakes. Correct. Absolutely. So, okay. So in choices, right. You know, I, I just start, you know, where I grew up, if you will, the, the, the training and the different uh, uh, organizations that I was involved with, we talked a lot about the difference between what decisions are, and what choices are and what i learned was something like there's a there's a very distinct difference and it stuck with me because what to me a decision is is like something that's more quick and yeah it kind of means the same thing people say i can either go make a quick decision and that really is where i want to come from today is that we do make a lot of quick decisions, especially, you know, on the fly with food, with health, with relationships, with words that come out of our mouth, you know, and where like a choice is something more long term after looking at a bigger picture. So w the way that I piece together life plan is to get people to look at what their, you know, their purposes in life and where do they want to be in you know, five years and 10 years and things like that. So when they're making choices, mm -hmm. right, they're making choices based on where they want to be and focused on yeah. the, that life experience that they're wanting to create, right? So it's kind of like decisions are instant gratification. They, you know, quick, 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 whereas choices are about looking long-term and selecting freely, which also implies that we're in charge. Yes. So selecting freely, I, that stuck in my brain. And so it was like, every time I think about a choice, it's like, it feels right to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I am the one that's in the driver's seat choosing, right? Selecting based on whatever considerations I might have and then choosing after that decisions is kind of like this, not that decisions can't, you know, it's bad to say that. Right. So anyway, but I love that. And I love that you brought up the power because I feel if we don't feel in our power, then we won't make the best choices. Mm -hmm. And it's by making those choices that puts us in our power. So like, you know, it's so important 
that you know and you take the time to do exactly what you said mm-hmm. and get that clarity. But you need assistance in finding that clarity. That clarity is rarely found just on your own soul searching. Would yeah. you agree? I do. Totally. And I'm sure that's why you created your, your program because you probably needed assistance. I needed assistance. Most of the people out there who are, you know, quote unquote successful now needed assistance to gain clarity and clarity is the key to success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I always say grew up because I really actually yeah. did. I mean, I was in my tw- late twenties and, and worked with a self-actualization organization. And if you don't know what self-actualization is, it's not like that's my MO now, but it's like, it's Maslow's thing, you know, where yeah. most people in life are at the bottom of the, the triangle and they're in, they're in survival mode. Yeah. And the, the little triangle at the top, the peak at the top is all about actualizing our potential. And the yeah. potential has to do with using putting action to the life experiences that we want to have, we want to create, right? So anyway. And you want to make, you want to stay in your power and you want to make choices that benefit you going further or you're never satisfied. Right. What do you mean by staying in your power? What does that mean to you? Because we had mentioned that when when you kind of start to realize it's the difference between decisions and choices it, it's a kind of a powerful movement within yourself yeah in order to stay there it means you have to be really focused on making those choices that are for your future because if you're not moving forward you're stagnant and no human does well when they're stagnant mm-hmm. there's no growth there's no momentum right and especially if we're talking entrepreneurs entrepreneurs die when you take away momentum from them like little parts of them soul wise start to shrivel up when you mm. take an entrepreneur out of momentum. Mm-hmm. So it's important to, to know the difference between choices and decisions because people can busy themselves up with decisions instead of making choices for their future. Mm-hmm. You, you know what etymology is, right? Yes. So it's like the, the study of the root meaning of words. Yes. So I went to my, etymology. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to see, you know, like there, there is really a difference. And so it does talk about for decisions, the root meaning of the word. And I'm not, I don't remember if it's, you know, Germanic or yeah. whatever, right? all this stuff, but it talks about, it says to cut, to strike, to cut off. Mm-hmm. And it's the opposite of indecision. So yeah. it's like quick. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's not it's like a decision. In general, people know what that means. However, they make a lot of decisions quickly. And most of the time, those quick decisions don't have a whole lot to do with the long-term plan. Exactly, because there's no clarity. And and that's why it's so important to understand this concept and get support in this concept, because without the clarity, then there is no long-term anything. It's just you're living in the moment, you're making these quick decisions, and you're getting to the same destination over and over again like a pattern mm-hmm. you want to break a pattern you got to start making choices yeah different ones and so when i looked up the word choice mm-hmm. it says uh, it said the act of selecting also uh free will mm-hmm. it said select freely after careful considerations also to seek 
and preference. Which that screams that you're in your power because you, you're taking the time to be selective. Yeah. It's a thought out thing. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, the other thing that I learned, Melinda, is like one of my mentors, my coaches used to talk about that choices are about telling the truth about who we are and, and who we want to be. Yes. And in the beginning, I used to think, what does it have to do with telling the truth? I mean, it's just a choice, right? It's just mm -hmm. making a decision like quickly or making a long-term choice. And he said, where, where most people get stuck is that, and this is why it's important, is because we don't tell the truth about who we are in terms of like, for example, we're, here, here, we're, we're at, the, um, at the buffet table at somebody's house and there are sweets there, right? And yeah. we're having this conversation in our head that, you know, I've not been eating sweets on purpose for the last three weeks because I'm on this program. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I'm confronted with this decision pastry yeah. and I'm either going to make a quick decision or I'm going to think about making a choice here. And a lot of times we don't do that. So what we don't do is we don't tell the truth. It's like we lie to ourselves like, oh, it's okay. This one time. This one time. It's mm -hmm. like the self-deception that is always like this, you know, mm -hmm. it gets in there and it's just like, and then later on, what do we have after, you know, if you cave into that quick decision, what, what, say again? Like we have ramifications for that decision. We, we now have to deal with the consequences, whatever they are, good or bad, from that yeah. decision, that rapid decision. Um, instead of really, you know, and I think that also puts us in a place of people pleasing, which is, it takes us completely out of our power. Right. We may put that in our mouth to kind of, well, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't, but you're not making a choice then. You're making a decision off what your ego is telling you in the moment. Right. Which always right. kind of takes you this way. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've heard that before. Well, well, they went to so much trouble to make that yes. thing. I have to take it. I don't want to be rude, but it doesn't benefit <laughs> you you know, going forward or you towards your end goal or you in the future. So you right. live in the moment, which is, is great. You're living in the moment, but you have to make decisions, even though you're in the moment. And I think this is where a lot of people get this mixed up. You still have to be looking at the long term. Yeah. Because there's a whole mindful movement, which is great. However, you have to still be looking at that projected time mm -hmm. because you won't make good choices if you aren't. Right. And it's tough. I mean, I go in those situations too. And all of a sudden there I am. I mean, I, I grew up in an Italian family, so we had these antipasti trays, you know, and, oh, they're so good too. And, 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 and now when I go to, I even have my kids over sometimes and I make these antipasti trays because this is part of our tradition. Yes. Heritage. And it's like, I'd be, I'll walk through a, 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 a restaurant or something and I'll see, you know, I'll be like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> the temptation is there. Exactly. So it's it's constantly being aware, but also projecting the future and yeah. projecting yourself, you know, on the future. Because I think, and correct me while we want this to be, you know, informative, but we also want this to be interactive. So please pop in questions if you guys have it. But, you know, I know for me, 
I, I want to be mindful in the moment, but I also want to, to reach my goals, my dreams, and, you know, my projected life later on. Sure. Absolutely. You know, and I think that we all experiment with this, mm -hmm. you know, you know and, and do we ever really get it right? I don't, I don't think so. Well, I think we're not perfect. We're, we're perfectly imperfect. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're human. That's, you know, that's going to be the end goal. Like, is, is that we're perfectly imperfect, but I can tell you, you'll be happier about yourself and in your power and, and with that clarity, you know, if you make better choices towards the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, better choices lead to better, better self esteem. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, it, it's, I mean, there's a, it saves time. It saves money. You know, if you're making choices based on what you want in the future, yes. right? Yes. Then, you know, it's like you can we can accomplish what we want to accomplish faster. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you you know, like the example of eating something. I mean, that's a small example. Or, yeah. or like um, the gym, going to the gym. Yeah. These are little things, right? So we know, everybody knows, you need to go do some, you got to exercise the body, right? Yes. That's part of the program. Even um, you want to be healthy. Yeah, even with my coaches, I, I, I work on with them on being the coach they would hire. Mm -hmm. That takes projecting into the future and really discovering what does that coach wear? What does she eat? Is she disciplined? Is, mm -hmm. she, is she passionate? What's her why? <laughs> you know, all exactly. of these are so important. Um, but if they can't see that, they're going to spin their wheels for years. And and mm -hmm. I've seen that time and time again with people, which I'm mm -hmm. sure you've seen. Absolutely. Well, the first time that I had the experience of creating the new normal, which was like with the gym, right? Yeah. So it was, I, you know, it was a long time ago. And so... Actually, it wasn't the gym. I had made this um, this agreement. It was called a daily agreement to Ooh. exercise for 45 minutes every day, no matter what. Wow. Okay? Love that. And so it was like Dominic working on Dominic keeping his word to Dominic, not yeah. to other people. I was, yes. I was accountable to other people. And the game was that if I didn't do it, then I would clean it up, start again, and continue. Right? So... I was jumping rope. I was living downtown Chicago or actually north of downtown Chicago. And I would go to the, like the laundromat and stand outside and I'd jump rope because I could take my jump rope anywhere. Right. Yeah. So I never had an excuse that I couldn't do it. Right. Exactly. I was in basements of buildings and stuff like that. 45 minutes to jumping my rope. Yeah. But then it's like after maybe like a week or a week and a half, it was, that became the normal exactly the new it was more difficult for me not to do it mm -hmm. than it was to do it so it so why it's important to make right you know great choices is because it gets easier mm -hmm. and right? every morning we get up and we have to make a choice we have to make many choices we have to recommit to you like the agreements like you said right so it's great to write an agreement but if you don't recommit every time you wake up and continue to choose, then what is it all for? Mm -hmm. and, and, and your ability to see that through to completion would be less and less and less. Right. 
Exactly. I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to hear from some of the folks that are listening and watching. We've got uh, three right now. Doranita, hello. Islam is in um, Cairo, Egypt. Doranita is here in the deep south side of Chicago, southwest side. Jason Lee is he's up in uh, Saskatchewan. Ah, right. Canadian. Jason, help me, man. I know he's on the west coast, above. He's in the prairies. He's up above um, Bellingham. Yes, yes. I love <laughs> it's always references from where underneath. Where's this in relation? Yeah, exactly. I never really, I always think about it. You guys are so lucky because you get to live above the line. I know. <laughs> I live below the line. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the people up in Seattle and up that way get a, get a sneak of that too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just find, and I know in my life, I did a lot of spinning my wheels. I did a lot of um, doing tons of things and ending up with the same outcome. A lot of really wanting more, but really not knowing how to get there when mm -hmm. I was just making decisions. Yeah. Instead of choosing a choice and really designing my future instead of just letting everything happen to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happens when you get stuck in decision. It just, things just happen to you and you're constantly in reactive mode, reacting to whatever life's thrown at you. And you're kind of in that survival mode instead of the thrival mode that you get mm -hmm. when you go up, you know, yeah. you go into making choices and, and really projecting, you know, how you want to show up in the future and recommitting every day to that choice. Right. So if you're feeling stuck, it's probably because you are just making quick decisions and you're living in the moment and you're just like, you know, you're just getting by. You're just, mm. you're, you're getting to bed every night and you're getting things done, but you could be really, really busy. So from the outside, it looks like you're very um, motivated and you're very driven. But if you're, I love how you said, Dominic, it, you can be lying to yourself and you have to really ask yourself is was I really busy or was I productive because mm -hmm. when I'm in those modes is when I'm in decision instead of choice mm -hmm. that you know that's my experience I think that I went through and I still go through the temptation of it and I do make mistakes I mean I lie to myself about that I'm not going to eat a piece of chocolate Absolutely. and then I there it is I'm like at home and it's you know nine o'clock at night and I'm I get a little hungry and I'm like oh it's a piece of chocolate up there. Don't eat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes I do and sometimes that I don't. I don't. But I, I always, I have this like sort of like this unspoken thing with my wife where it's like, <clears throat> I'll always fess up. Sweetheart, you know that piece of chocolate that was up there? <laughs> Durabaldi, that little square one that you got from work? I ate it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But then you take a deep breath, you say a race, and you make another point that gets you more in alignment with the person you want to be in, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. Choices. You well, know, you know, they're slow and easy and thought out and well played. So it's like a, a football game, you know, the plays are made long before the game, but it's the plays that create the outcome to where they want to be in the future. So the plays mm -hmm. are the choices. And decisions happen quickly within the game, but it's because they already have the plays that they become successful. 
So if mm-hmm. you the plays as the choices, you're going to understand mm-hmm. the two concepts and then the differences between. Mm-hmm. I like that. So they Absolutely. were brought out, right? They a week before those those plays were they were had meetings. They had you know everybody involved in the choices of where that team wants to end up at the end of that day. You know Sunday or Thursday night, whatever game you're playing. Mm-hmm. But it's well thought out. There's many factors that went into it. It it is the rule book. Mm-hmm. You make decisions, but you make better decisions. You know when you're really looking at, and and that's why it's so important to learn how because it it's not something we're born with. It's not innate. You need someone like Dominic to work with you to help teach you. You know how to do this proficiently and how to mm-hmm. train your brain to do this. And I mean, I had teachers too. I mean, it was, it was, you know, yeah. it was many years of working with, you know, my teachers, a couple of them, <clears throat> you know, the other thing that I was just thinking of, like, so if you're watching, you see the scrolling bar at the bottom, Yeah, it says making great choices. Mm-hmm. And I was just having the thought, maybe we should change that or should have changed that to say the right choices. Yeah. The right ones for who you're becoming. Who you're creating yeah i mean great and right i don't know that they're the same thing but the right choice i think is really more what we're trying to get to here because i think you put great because it's a feeling you feel once you <clears throat> made that choice like yeah. i think that that was like a 40 and slip because I, I i think that really um that is the feeling that is a reward when you make that right choice towards your yeah. future mm-hmm. yeah you may get instant gratification from a decision. You may get like, oh, that chocolate tastes so good in the moment. But how do you feel like half an hour later is where you want to really be basing this from, not the instant? Mm-hmm. And we live in an instant society. Well, you know, it's, what's interesting to me is that, so like I was saying, you know, I grew up in this, you know, working with these teachers. Yeah. And one of the things that they were really insistent upon is, like if I was going to set up a goal, yes, whatever it was, like I they they were like, okay, it's time for you to start your first company, right? <clears throat> and I was just like deer in the headlights, like, what? I'm not ready. <laughs> yes, you are. And I was just like, okay, great. So then they said, okay, here's here's what I want you to do. I want you to come up with a plan, a business plan, the best that you can. Yeah. And I want you to work on it every day for a minimum of one hour. Yeah. And I was like. I can do that. But then it was like they made it official by saying, this is an agreement, a non-negotiable agreement, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so I would I would do that. I would set a timer. I would write it on my calendar. I was going to start at this time, whether it was morning, afternoon, evening, you know, and I would sit down, set my timer for one hour and work on my business plan. Yep. And so that to me helped me a lot. Now, I know that's more about the how. I'm going to announce... Um, a, a a workshop that we're going to be doing in the life plan group more about how like this particular example you know now, if, I, if, I make, if i make an agreement to not eat chocolate i'm not going to eat chocolate yeah because it's about dominic making a choice mm-hmm. and then following through and honoring my word to myself about me now when i do that why this is all important is because then i learn to trust myself 
and you rise to the occasion, your self-esteem builds, you become more dependable to yourself, which I think is priceless, to, to be honest with you. And mm. when you're looking at your future, you're go you get to create it. Yes. You get to be part of its development. Just like the company, what you were saying there, it really wasn't a how, it was a why, because you're saying like, my, my why is like, I have to create this business plan so that my business can be successful in the future. Right? Yeah. It, and it, I had to do the research to figure out what I was doing because I had no idea. And that was part of the process. That's what's yeah. so brilliant about life plan. People have to, I mean, I say to people all the time, you need to make yourself go through the process of figuring out your purpose in life. Yes. If you don't know it, you need to make yourself figure out what your values are and then begin to live toward those and work toward those because in the end you're going to be like you were saying yeah why it's important because who doesn't want to be a great example for the people in their life absolutely and who, who doesn't want to leave a legacy of something great right everybody that's a human desire exactly and we want to inspire other people we want to influence them yes you know in a, in a positive way right yeah um you know there's all kinds of positives about and, and, and you know about making great right choices yeah for ourselves and for our future so <laughs> i think that's the point too because i think some people maybe make a few choices here and there that have benefited their future self but they need some support in consistently doing that exactly consistently it's easy to show up for yourself once not as always easy to show up yourself 10 times that day. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because we base yes. a lot of our um, reactions and things like that to, to what other people have done or, or happened around us or our situations. Um, but I love that you are creating this workshop to help people consistently choose themselves, consistently recommit to themselves, consistently show up for their future self. There's nothing mm -hmm. more rewarding than showing up for yourself. You may be able to show up for others, but that's a really instant gratification thing. So I mm -hmm. love how we're talking about the long term. I love how you're speaking in terms of the future and, and the feelings you want to feel about yourself then. Right? Because we, we can talk about achievements, but even achievements are like, I find anyway, and I'd be open to, I would love to hear what your viewers say, but Often achievements, when I hit a big goal or I hit it, I just move the goalposts further. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, yeah, that was great in the moment. I'll celebrate that. But now I'm going on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So it's very instant for me. But when I think about how I want to feel five years from now, how I want to feel a year from now, how I want to feel six months from now, and if I go off that feeling, that's when, like, my life, my business, my relationships, like blow up into like all these unexpected, beautiful ways. Yeah. Because I went off the feeling. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're right. I mean, I think it's about building from, <clears throat> from where you're at. So yeah. why it's important to, for example, <clears throat> pardon me, to make these agreements like I was talking about. Right. And then to have to be put ourselves into an environment where we can be nurtured and supported and use the other people in the group to and hold ourselves accountable. accountable. Because in the beginning, we if we can't hold ourselves accountable, like I used to say. Right? I think we can just call that out. We cannot constantly mm -hmm. hold ourselves accountable. I, I, I think that 
we can sometimes, but I, I think we're a bit naive if we think we can do that long term. Especially in the beginning, you know, when people begin to look at, you know, like, what does it really mean to work on yourself? You know, to per this whole personal growth thing, right? That's a personal growth thing, right? Yes. So when I first started, it was just learning about what does it mean and why is it important to make, to start making agreements. And it wasn't like, like I said, I used to smoke. Yeah. So the thought that I had was, oh my God, I, do I have to stop smoking? It felt like this was this gigantic yeah. thing that I was going to have to take on. And it freaked me out. And I was just like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. But that wasn't the case at all. Like the first degree, my teacher said to me, make a very small, easy agreement, yeah. right? That you're, that you're willing to do every single day, no matter what. Yes. And practice that. So you get really good at it and strong and you trust yourself and you know you're going to do it every single day, like write in a journal. Yes. Every day. Like making your you go to bed. Right. Mm -hmm. Or my first one was flossing my teeth. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I did that for two weeks and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next one. And then I started to build from there. Mm -hmm. And I got to the place where I was like, okay, I trust myself enough where now I can just go, I'm done. Yeah. You can't. From where you were to that overnight, like it took building those, you know, little steps to, to prove that to yourself and you can't jump from one to the other. And that's where a lot of people fail. And that's where a lot of people need accountability. They need stability. They need someone who has the support and they, they can learn from their example. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that made a lot of sense to me was this thing about regret. It's like, I wanted to create and my life experience to minimize my regrets. Yeah. I think that that holds true for every human being that I've ever met, you know, mm -hmm. who wants to have regrets. And so the thing is, is that you're if we don't, moment, that, huh? if you're living in the moment, you're not thinking of, of regret. You're just instantly satisfying yourself. But when you start making choices, you know, which you were helping people do, then they start thinking the big picture because the regret is a big picture thought feeling. Yeah, right. So I love that you brought this into play okay. because that shows that the the minute you decided that you started making choices over decisions, which is beautiful, Dominic. Yeah. Because you thought yes. of the game, right? You thought about how you want to feel at the end. Absolutely. I mean, I, we used to even talk, have these conversations about. Well, how many people do you know? And this is like taboo. People don't talk about this in public. Like how many people actually plan for their, for their death, right? How do you want to feel at the very last, on the very last day? Yes. You know, exactly. if, you, if, you, if you're there, you know, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Is to minimize those regrets and to have a feeling of that, you know, at, at, at some level, I gave it a good run. Yeah. I want to be content. Right. I want content. to feel peaceful. I want to feel calm in that moment. I want to right. feel ready, which means I've I've thought through this. I had accomplished what I needed to accomplish or I felt that I was in alignment with and had done and said the things I needed to, to do. Like I would love to feel calm and peaceful and ready at that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in Absolutely. order to do that, I have to think of my life for the long term. I have to make choices over constant decisions and busying myself up. Mm -hmm. It's it's absolutely true, you know. And and the other the last thing that I want to point that I want to make is that even though we 
can get into that mode of making great choices, the right choices for yeah. where we want to be in the future, we can always kind of give ourselves a little bit of a, you know, a buffer there and say, okay, so now I want to make an agreement that I can eat sweets for Absolutely. A moderation, mm -hmm. you know, like that. And, uh, you know, because like we were talking about earlier, I don't think that we ever get everything 100% right. It's always no. going to be a challenge, which I think is the cool part about life. It's always going to be a challenge. Yeah, we're perfectly perfect. Like we discussed yeah. when we, you know, we're just about to get on here and share with these amazing folks is that we're full of imperfections, but we need to show up as our best self and constantly make those choices that bring us to that contentment that we're searching for. Yeah. Yeah, I think at least to some level where we, you know, that we feel good about it. So that we're like creating with that piece of chocolate at some point that that's okay. And I feel yeah. content that I had that and I have no regrets about having that because it was in moderation. It was part of my long-term plan. I didn't, I didn't, um, you know, starve myself or, or take things that I enjoy away. I let them be compliments to my already amazing life. They, they didn't own me or they didn't become a vice. But they were a beautiful add-on to what I had planned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great stuff. So fun. I hope you guys learned something today. Something given given ourselves the opportunity to just to to talk about it, to yeah, get it out on the table, tell the truth about it. Yeah, you know, I make mistakes. It's okay, whatever. But I think that the, in my own personal experience. When I had a longer range plan, when I sat down and forced myself to yeah. like, okay, what kind of a, what kind of health do I want to create? Yes. You know, and if I've not been on, on it for a while, then it would, it's really important to kind of get back to that place because when we, you know, six months, a year go by and then we look back and say, you know, I should have stopped doing that eight months ago. And then you don't, yeah. then it's like, okay, here we go again. Exactly. And it, drawing board. You know, you go back to the drawing board a lot. But if you have someone who's supporting and encouraging you and understanding and you know, when you learn to embrace your messy as much as you do your brilliance, you'll get through this and you'll thrive. Messy. Oh yeah. It's like we all have a messy side that's messy as hell. And when my life really got good and when successfully hit my term of success was really when I I absolutely fell in love with my messy as much as my brilliance yeah that's great i like that and i i can relate to it because yeah. it's kind of like um i don't know we, we i used to go sit in these in these circles with people right and i would basically say you know what you just said messy well i haven't been doing this i haven't been doing that i haven't been doing that either and i didn't do that yes right so now and then not like i had i didn't have any agreements around that but then it's like okay so now what do i want to work on now it's like getting that out telling the truth about who i am and then the truth about who i want to be who, who do i want to create myself being right so anyway this is good stuff you're wonderful thank you so are you <laughs> thank you for allowing me into your community this has been so much fun i love i'm not a person who enjoys like chit chat or you know surfacey conversation you know, I love deep, meaningful discussions and, and I love other people's perspectives. And you always learn something when you're open to hearing other people's perspectives and insights mm -hmm. and everything. So this has been completely joyful. So thank you. 
you're more than welcome to be a regular on the show. <laughs> you get the link I sent you the other day when you scheduled it. Same link. You can put it on the calendar. And I Sounds promise you, good. as long as my heart is still beating, I'll be there. Oh, I appreciate that. And you guys let me know, viewers, if you want to hear more, just, you know, let us know and, and give us feedback because we'll, we'll, you know, keep showing up if you guys are keeping interested. Definitely. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. And thank you all for watching. Let me just read a few names. We had, uh, we, I mentioned before, Dornita. She's a Chicago one. Islam is in uh, Egypt, in Cairo. Jason is up in... Yeah. Saskatchewan, is that right? Yeah, is that right? said it perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Doa, she is in Cairo, Egypt. And Hassan is also... Man, I haven't seen you for a long time, dude. I don't know if he's still watching. There's a couple people watching. I love it. Anyway, thank you all. Thank you all. We'll thank you for the feedback, one. comments. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Honored to all be right. here. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you, Belinda. Bye-bye. Bye now.